0: Once again, this is our fourth Sunday of Advent, and today the focus is a faith-driven life, a faith-driven life. The text comes from Isaiah. Friday, I was out on an assignment from experiencing God's love. I pull up into McDonald's parking lot. I get out of my car, and I go into McDonald's. I ask for gift cards. They say we do not sell gift cards. I ask them, because I'm curious and I want to know, if McDonald's does not sell McDonald's gift cards, who sells McDonald's gift cards? <laughs> she informs me, well, McDonald's does in fact sell McDonald's gift cards. It's just this location doesn't sell McDonald's gift cards. Go unreached, I return to my car. I'm sitting in my car, me and Prince, and I'm sitting in there thinking how do I maximize the rest of my day? What are some other things on my list of things to do, tasks, that I can get done? My car is off. Before I can cut my car on, I hear this loud thumping sound. I turn in the direction of the sound, which happens to be coming from the car that's parked directly next to me. It's like some guy is in hysteria. He is beating on his window. He is beating like he has lost his mind. And what I see next scares me. The driver with his fist pounding on his window and yelling breaks the window. Then he opens the door. Now I have no time to cut on my car. I can see that he is mad. I can see that he is being driven. Then he proceeds to walk behind my car, and the guy in the passenger gets out as well. And I'm like, well, I really can't cut on my car now because I can't hit them. And I realize sometimes dangerous isn't dangerous until you're in the midst. I look. Within just a matter of minutes, I have found myself in a situation that I cannot get out. And I realize for all the talk, sometimes when we hear of things that happen to people, we say, I would have done this. I would have done that. I would have. And I'm not doing anything, (laughs) but hoping that everything will be okay. That guy was driven by something. And whatever he was driven by, it scared me. There's a lot driving us today. As I look at people, as I come across people, there's a lot that is driving us and a lot of it isn't faith. That's just true, even if you aren't a conspiracy theorist. I heard the news this week that DJ Twitch committed suicide. Folks are crying and upset. He was the epitome of joy and light. Whenever he came into a room, he made people feel better. He was always smiling and dancing and sharing kindness with others. He had three kids, two of them under the age of five, and he had just celebrated his anniversary four days prior. Any videos you look at with him, he is happy, happy, happy. Folks are crying. So many people feel affected by his death and lots of questions are getting asked. If there were 10 people in the room and you had to pick out who you thought would take their life, he would be at the bottom of the list but he left his home on foot this past week with a gun, took an Uber to a hotel a mile away, and was found with a bullet to his head. And it's got folks really asking the question, how can you tell if someone is in trouble? If you can't see it, how did we miss he was in this space? And even when we see it, one person says, we still gloss over it, telling people, you okay, you'll be fine better days will come. What drove him to do it? What triggered him? You see, we can see a person's action, but sometimes we don't know what's behind their actions. And so we find ourselves in the biblical text today, Old Testament. Ahaz, king of Judah, is being driven by something as well, but it's not his faith. In the preceding verses, we learned that the king of Israel and the king of, of Ephraim have formed an alliance against the king of Judah. The text tells us that when he and his community hears this, they shake as the trees in the forest from the wind. Needless to say, Ahaz is scared, and he's driven all right. He's driven by the notion he is outnumbered. He not only has one enemy, he's got two. And they've gotten together and decided to fight his community. He's driven by being overpowered. He's driven by he's the king, and somehow he has to lead. Things are not looking good here at all, and Ahaz wants none of it. He's petrified. He doesn't see a way out. He not only has Israel, but he has Ephraim. In such a situation, Ahaz could have done something drastic. Sometimes it looks like the cards are stacked up against us. And sometimes they really are stacked up against us. It's not just a look. Like when you hear you have terminal illness. Some news feels like all bad news. Prophet Isaiah comes to the rescue. He comes bearing gifts of hope. He declares the attacking kings are not legitimate threats, but rather are smoldering stumps, hot but harmless. Verse 7 says, it shall not stand and it shall not come to pass. Trust in the promises of God. And verse 9 tells him to stand firm on what? Stand firm in your faith or do not stand at all. God is challenging Ahaz to rely on his faith or he really might find himself in a dangerous situation. Stand firm in your faith. What if we were driven by our faith? What if we were driven by God's promises and not what we see? What if we were driven by the stories of faith and not what we see on the news? What if we allow God to really direct our path? What if we trusted beyond what we see? What if our actions were guided by our values and not our vexations? Or are we like has more than we want to admit? In the middle, what's driving you? What's got its hand on your wheel? Where are you going? Isaiah isn't finished with Ahaz. He says that God is sending you a sign. Signs were often sent by God to assure humanity that God is with us. Moses that second Moses, Harriet Tubman, often received signs from God on taking slaves north and she always trusted the signs. They were amazed at how successful Moses was. The other Moses too that got the folks out of Egypt got signs as well. But Ahaz was not asking for a sign, he didn't want a sign, he's not interested in what Isaiah has to say about God sending one. Ahaz finds it hard to believe. He just isn't feeling it. You know what Ahaz does? What often humanity does. He leans on himself. He goes it alone. He leans into seeking help out from Assyria. Isaiah's message is, God is with you. Ahaz is like, okay, okay. I hear you, but I don't. How many times do we hear the word of God, but we we don't. We do it alone. He's only half listening to Isaiah. How many folks half believe? How many really grasp that God is with us? How many of us are trying to do it ourselves? Because that's far from a faith-driven life. In the heat of this week's tragedy, Tyler Perry self-disclosed that he had a dark moment in his own life. And it was really, really dark. And he says, I tried to take my own life. And then he declares, I'm so glad I failed because life got better. The obstacles, says this text, are smoldering stumps. It shall not stand. It shall not come to pass. Today, Perry makes movies with a message. He speaks for a community that isn't always heard. He employs actors that are not always picked. It would have been a tragedy. I was reading this article in the paper about Syrian refugees and how along the way they have to pay smugglers to help get them from one post to the next. When I read the stories of refugees, there's so many, so much, so much that is against them. But I read the story of these refugees coming across the Aegean Sea. The smugglers give them this boat that's patched up that looks like it's not going to get anywhere. And yet their faith causes them to get on the boat and to go out to sea. Only to get halfway out, the boat is leaking and they're (laughs) digging water out, trying to scoop as much water out. And I thought, what drives them? What drives refugees to risk their life Every day we make choices. We say yes or no, A or B. I showed up yesterday to get some stuff and they had some donuts sitting out. I mean, not that Dunkin' Donut stuff, but you know, the real bakery donuts that are nice and big in a nice white box with somebody's name on them. And I was like, yeah, I made the choice then and there. I was going to have one of those donuts. But I'm talking about deeper, deeper, deeper choices that we make every day. Our church is being called to live out our faith. It's not easy because you can look at bank statements and all kinds of stuff and you can get discouraged, but also in our own personal walks, leaning into our values and our beliefs, even when the weather looks less than delightful, when it feels less than delightful. Doing the right thing over and over and over again, our faith. Showing up over and over and over again, our faith. Trusting God over and over and over again, our faith. Helping out over and over and over again, our faith. Trusting God over and over and over again that God would order our steps. This week I ended up going to a certain place and I didn't think much of it except that I felt like God wanted me to check in on someone. And on my way to check into that someone, I ran into somebody else I wasn't I had been looking for and I couldn't get a hold of them. It's amazing. When we live a faith-driven life where God where God leads us. How awesome it is when our steps can be ordered by God. Let us be driven in these holidays by something other than our fear. Let us be driven by something other than our stress. Let us be driven by something other than our need to control. Let us be driven by something other than our need for perfection. Let us be driven by our faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. We've come this far by faith. I've never seen the faithful forsaken. You take one step and God will take two. God keeps sending signs even when we don't ask for them, even when we don't want them. Ahaz didn't ask for a sign, wouldn't believe the sign, but God sent the sign anyway. And God is sending signs to us and God is with us. And it doesn't always feel like it back. Some days it feels like we're all out here by ourselves, but we are not. Somebody needs to hear that today. You are not alone. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. We see examples every day in the news, in our world, of people being driven by unhealthy things. I was reminded just two days ago in the McDonald parking lot that people can be driven by some really, really ugly things. And it not only impacts them, but it impacts those around them. But I'm also reminded by the text today what it looks like when we let ourselves be driven by faith. The prophet speaks out to Ahaz. Maybe you hear the prophet too. Stand firm in your faith. God will send signs. God is with us. Don't leave home without it. Check often. And we might even be surprised. We might get a little joy every now and then. When we are true to what God would have us to do, joy can surprise us every now and then. Stand firm. Stand firm in your faith. Let us people of God be driven driven by our faith, and to know that we are never ever alone. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Lord, Christmas is a mixed bag. The world will tell us this is the way we are to celebrate it, and yet our Bibles tell us of another story. We know in this season that there can be people who are alone or feeling lonely. We know that even with all the lights that are shining that sometimes it can be very dark in people's lives, especially around the holidays. The holidays bring kindness and generosity, but they also bring sadness and aloneness. And so Lord, we lift those up that may need your light during this season. We lift up this community and we hold on to these words that you spoke to Isaiah to speak to Ahaz that we get to listen to today to stand firm in our faith to hold on to you to not be overcome by the stump it's hot but it's harmless let us hold on and remember that we are never alone and that you are with us in Jesus name Amen.